Hi everyone! Welcome to another episode of Sub Tours. My name's MJ. I'm Misha. And I'm Andrew. And today we are delighted to be talking about a local film, actually, this time. And uh, first of all, we would like to thank the cast and crew of this particular film. Woo-hoo! We're talking about cleaners. Woo! We were able to see, um, uh, we were actually able to watch this before it was released. So if you're listening to this now, it is now available in multiple streaming platforms such as um, Upstream, KTX, and Spamflix. So... We will be sharing our thoughts on it and intro. No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Why are you on the floor? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm recording in my son's playroom. <laughs> he is on the floor. Look at him. So yeah. random. <laughs> Yes, we were talking about Cleaners directed by Glenn Barrett and it was so delightful, you guys. So it first came out in Q <gasps> Cinema in 2019 and uh, yeah, it, it it's uh, amazing. I can't even, I don't know I have, even I where to begin. It has a lot of awards. It competed in um, internationally even. So it, it has um, accolades from the Youth Critics Circle, Film Desk, and also Pista ng Pelikulang Pilipino, and even Busan International Film Festival in Korea, nice. Taipei Golden Horse Film Festival in Taiwan, and Torino Film Festival in Italy, just to name a few. So we're really building it up here. Cleaners. No, maybe it deserves to be built up. It, it was yeah, really good. I, I have so much love for this movie. Like, it yeah. deserves all the accolades and the attention it's getting. Yeah, I just dude. felt bad that it came out like, I mean, just when it was winning all the awards and everything, pandemic hit. So like the crew, the cast, they've never actually yeah. been to the bulk of those festivals. They've never gotten the oh. chance to fly out and hear foreign audiences congratulate them for their work. And the work itself is superb. It's ridiculous the amount of love they put into this. Mm-hmm. So just to give you a little background, it's, it's a coming-of-age film. And I think what really gets people most is its post-production and how it's mm-hmm. all created with so much love and effort. But before we get into that, it's um, basically about uh, some students and, you know, has, it's all high school life and stuff, which makes it so wonderfully nostalgic. It's about, uh, you know, students from a rural Catholic school. And, you know… It's all about different societal pressures, you know. Some get embarrassed. Some have to, like, go through the motions of relationships and realities and everything. So it's basically four different stories all tied together in the end. So before we get to the stories individually, first thoughts, you guys. No spoilers, but just your initial impressions. I can't even… Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, this movie's whole visual style is just so unique. You know, it came off very, um, it came off very gimmicky at, at first, but then you just realized the parang, uh, it it allowed for these characters to paint themselves as the heroes in their own stories because it's a series of short stories of different characters, right? You know, all tied up together in the end. Um, I I don't know. It's just there's just so many. It's just, it's just some. It's a piece of work that you have to see to understand what we're trying to tell you because it's just so fantastically done. It's not just because it's a gimmicky thing. It, it doesn't come off as cheesy and pretentious. It's, it's just 
looked so beautiful. Um, for yeah. people who haven't seen it, uh, what Andrew's referring to is the film's presentation, wherein the filmmakers actually um, took the digital footage they shot and and, <clears throat> and printed out individual frames at eight frames per second and hand colored them with highlighters, scanned them back in the computer, and ran it back like animation. So it's like this wonderful trippy. Um, walk down memory lane, which I think works really well for the story being told because it's about um, the director, si Glenn Barrett, is sharing his experiences growing up in the province, in Tagigarao, um, in the early 2010s. And um, it really goes into just, you know, sharing a common period in people's lives, regardless of if you grew up in the province or the city, there's something to relate to here. And the presentation really helps that. Because, um, and this is something that I've said previously, uh, I read something about the nature of memory wherein it's not like, you know, it's not like Sherlock Holmes where you have everything organized into different compartments in your brain and you pull out the memories when you need them. Memory is actually something that you reassemble like Lego every single time that you bring up a memory. That's why sometimes you rem remember it a little bit differently or if people who are there, they remember it differently. So here... I really love that the, the the recollections of the director are imperfect in the way that it's being presented. And the mm -hmm. use of the color is just fantastic in showing us who we should be focusing on, what their emotional states are. It's just, I'm amazed that, you know, he pulled it off. Yeah, and well, you went really deep into that and that was beautiful. I was just I'm thinking, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm done, I'm done. I know, it's okay to talk podcast. <laughs> Okay, end credits. I was just thinking it just really fits the high school theme and the whole element mm. of nostalgia because we all used photocopied notes back then. Even high mm -hmm. school, maybe early college, we all? we all used those same shades of highlighters. Yes, we did. The, the, mm -hmm. the per stabilo, char stabilo. RIP UP Shopping Center. Oh, I'm trying to figure out yung lahat ng kulay nyan nagamit ko. Yeah, there was purple. They they literally used highlighters, so you could see every frame is really different, and you could you could just imagine that how tedious the whole thing was. But I feel like it really was worth it. It was really worth it because of not just because of the gimmick. I mean, I found myself watching it. I said, napapamura talaga ako. I said, putang ina. Gumaganan ako while watching. Not only because of what was happening, which we'll get to later, but it was just like the sheer, just sheer wrapping my head around the entire process. And we were able to... In a way, I was kind of thinking that it worked in their favor. There was only 8 frames per second. Imagine if they went for the full 24 or 30. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, poor, no. The poor people with their highlighters. Patatanggal na yung kamay nila. Matutulo na yung laway nila habang nagkukulay. You would see nga sa credits, ang dami nila. Dami. Section na highlighters lang. Ang dami nila. So it's like, props to you guys. Colorists na ba tawag ganito? Anyway, pero yeah, which is why I super appreciated the invite to the early screening because we got to see the parang you know, like it, it's it's pretty sad that we had to do this online. You know, it would have been so great yep. to have been to have seen this in on the big screen. But you know, it, I still appreciate the invite to the the, the private advanced screening because they even showed footage of behind the scenes um, of the behind the scenes while they were working on the film. they all stuck were stuck in a room, just hunched over, 
you know, these sheets of paper coloring with highlighters, and then you see how much, you know, how big or how how tall the piles of paper were. But I think they also mentioned how many. In the, they yeah, they said in the, in the Q&A after the screening, it was like 30,000, 40,000 sheets of paper. Yeah, there you go. Wow, that is wild. <laughs> that is crazy. God, I can't imagine. I can't imagine um, photocopying that much frames to color those frames and mm-hmm. then crumple each and exactly. every single yep. frame and then scanning those frames. Oh my That's goodness. That's just so tedious. Just thinking about it, it's just insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I, I think something it also adds something. What I said earlier that the presentation really helps to being a representation of the way we tend to remember things. In this case, because I like I know that there's a lot of people in the last few years, especially, who have issues watching black and white presentations. But this one, from the way it was done, it just sucks you in. It doesn't alienate you. It's actually quite the opposite for some reason. Just because you can see the it helps that each one was hand-colored and you see the individual color yes. strokes. Yes. 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 But it draws you in versus yeah. saying, I don't want to watch this. This is this is old. This is black and white. It's not my thing. But I'm gonna I, I think within the first few frames or first few shots of the movie, I was live messaging MJ. You know, my laptop was fucking up. <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but I was live messaging. But I MJ paid was... 199 pesos on Upstream where all of you can watch it now. So I yeah. saw it from the beginning. I saw it from the beginning and I can watch yeah. it over and over again for the next five days. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and now you know. <laughs> yes. So, and well, and well you, yeah, so, safe yeah, to say that Misha was also willing to pay for that. Not just because he was late and missed part of the movie, but yeah, I think it's safe to say that you enjoyed <laughs> it genuinely I'm, to I pay did. for actually, it. Actually, planning to watch this over the weekend with my wife. Um, I think tomorrow. Yeah. Because I, I really yeah, want bang, to. May wife ka lang. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Hindi kasi ako late, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, but it's it's something you really have to watch to appreciate it. And it, we're not kidding when we say that you will have fun because you just remember a lot of things. You know, as somebody who 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 grew up in 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 the city, as opposed to what people are saying that um, the director Glenn Barrett grew up in the, in the province. He made the the theme so universal that it was so nostalgic. As for some as for somebody who grew up in the city to relate to these characters. Because that was probably my favorite part of the movie is that each and every story that they told, I found myself relating to each main character. Like, you know, I may not have been, like a part, you know, the same as a particular character, but there are certain aspects in their, in their story and in their characterizations that I could relate to. You know, mm-hmm. like Especially growing up, like when you're a teenager, that sense of belonging that you want to be part of a group. There's, there's, mm-hmm. That's one. You know, or trying to live up to the legacy of your family, there's another, you know. So those certain things. So there. Yes. And <laughs> mm-hmm. so it really goes far beyond just the initial uh, initial reaction of seeing how amazing the post-production is. So yeah, let's just jump into it. There are four stories and maybe we can talk about each one. Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. the first one was about this girl. <laughs> <laughs> it starts off really light. It's so Actually, cute. Okay, let's probably... go. Spoiler town. Spoiler town. If you... <laughs> before we get 
to that, we'll obviously get into spoilers now. So if you haven't seen it yet, we really do highly recommend that you go watch it Please. on yes on um, Upstream or KTX or Spamflix. It's already out mm-hmm. by now, so you can go mm-hmm. back to this mm-hmm. after you've seen it because it's really an experience. And we'll, we've obviously said many great things about it already. So. Down story number one. Oh my gosh, it starts off really light, and I think I also like the progression of things how it starts off light and then maybe gets a little deeper or more serious eventually. But it starts off uh, hilariously. Like, I, I didn't know what I was watching at first. The para, I, I didn't, like, I didn't know what I was trying, what I was getting myself into, and then as the whole story progressed, I was like, putang ina. Okay, gets. Gets ko na. <laughs> Ang babaw niya. But then, you know, nakakaaliw siya kasi it's, it's, it's about a girl who's, who, 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 uh, you know, just wants to perform, wants to be a star of the show. And then, you know, she's basically trying to get more attention from people. Ironically, yeah, that happens for all the wrong reasons. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. She Ironically, when she starts, and it's nutrition month, so she has an excuse to, you know, show off what she can do. Yes. Yeah. Ironically, and, when she she eventually gets to the stage, some knee uh, bladder, some <laughs> digestive problems start happening. Oh no! It's the, it's the other side. It's not the bladder. No. <laughs> oh my god! It's the other side. And it's not one, parang, but two. Yes, it's num- that two, number two. Man, that got <laughs> shitty real fast. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh my god! No. Oh my goodness. Wait, Nobody wait, wants they... to follow up that joke. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. But, but yeah, um, I think the, the funny thing is this has happened to either us or maybe our classmates at some point in our lives. Because when you're young, you're in grade school or high school or younger even, it just happens. You always just hear about somebody accidentally pooping their pants. And I love what this says. Like, yes, it did, did happen and it is mortifying. It is embarrassing. But you know what? Hey, it happens. I, shit I happens. It, shit shit does shit, happen. I think it, it is really more, <laughs> It is more mortifying if it happens to you in high school. Yes. In, yeah, because in, in, people in high school are assholes. Like, seriously. No, pun intended. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, so this oh. poor girl, her name's Stephanie. So... Unfortunately, yeah, something happens during the performance. And this is the first moment, one of the few moments that I am like, thank God this is in black and white right now. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that in full color, bro. That's not the only moment I I was thanking God that it was in black and white. We'll get to that later. (laughs) I I really love that. I love that they went the whole… They they did the whole so absurdist thing with this story. It could have been so depressing and so messed up. This first story where she shits her pants on stage, but the way the direction that they took it, it was just awesomely ridiculous, and I loved every second. Yep. And this uh, it has a moral in the end that I, I love how she yes she is embarrassed. She will forever be known by her batchmates as Tiger Girl or something else. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> But in the end, it worked out in her favor because at first you see her as this neat freak too. And in, in probably in, in one of her classes, probably T-H-E where they have to plant um, 
plants. Or, <laughs> or science. Plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, science, mm-hmm. maybe. So she's initially always the girl who's super duper grossed out. And I love the irony of her being this neat freak and being grossed out at worms and dirt during her science class. And she poops her pants. And eventually, it works out in her favor because after she takes a shit on stage for everyone to see, she runs and cries to the garden and just releases everything there besides her emotions. Everything else that's in her more stomach. shit. Yeah, more, more shit. shit. Mm-hmm. You, even, you even see cry. You even see her crying, holding up her soiled underwear. It's so sad, but. Hey, she got the highest grade in the class because her plant was the healthiest. Dude, it that had was like fertilizer. some super shit. That was super <laughs> shit. That fucking Dude, plant grew that, up overnight. It, it was, <laughs> that I, I like that first story. I found it really funny and really cute because it was borderline slapstick. You know that whole sequence where she was running from in the quadrangle just to get to their garden. Apparently, you could hear all the fart sounds. The sound effects. <laughs> I like that she stopped <laughs> so, so far. She, she's running halfway through the quadrangle then she stops, farts, oh, yeah, and then runs some the more. Middle. Yeah, she did stop in the middle. Now I remember that. I swear, I thought at first, okay, I thought a couple of things and I, I'm happy I was wrong. At first I thought, you know what? Maybe she's pregnant. That's why she's got all this weird thing with eating. And then when she was having trouble on the stage, I thought, is she having her period or whatever? Like in Carrie or something. This, I thought this was going to be like a some super heavy coming of age thing. Nope. It, it was a shit. It was a shit show. It was a really a shit <laughs> yeah, show. Uh, you know, and it I, I was amazing. Because like, her rival does not stop dancing. She doesn't care. So <laughs> I'm the star now. I'm the star now. There's people how... throwing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one threw up. One just ran off stage. But you know the star talaga. The show must oh, go on. Oh. And in the end, that bitch joined the dance troupe. <laughs> I like the I like the fact that when we look over look up at the balcony, she was there watching them. She said, exactly what high school was like. Unfortunate for her that you know happened in high school, not earlier. But yeah, but it doesn't end in on that note, man. I mean, like it ends on the note where she finally accepts accepted what happened to her. It's just part of life. Like shit does happen. I think if it happened to her in grade school then it would be a little more forgivable. But you get to a certain age, you're in high school, you're a teenager, but you think you would control your bowels a little better at that point. Kind mm. of, yeah. Well, it, it's okay. it happens, so it's, it's okay. I think that's the, that's the message of it, I guess, it's like, it, that it's, it's okay. Like, it happens. It's, it, you, you, yeah. you learn from it. And, and eventually, she got over her, um, her fixation of being clean. I she know. Was okay. She was holding worms at the end. So lesson learned, I guess, for her. Like, I've mm-hmm. been through worse. I can She's hold like, worms my now. shit made you grow, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, really, look at this. But, but going back to what Andrew said about it being the worst in high school, it's funny how age changes your perspective. It's like, if Anjo's walking down, or fuck it, not even Anjo. If somebody, if you if you fall down in the street, and I want Anjo to be the example. Just okay, so fine. If Anjo Anjo's <laughs> walking asshole. in the street, Anjo's walking in the street and he falls down, and people laugh at him. That means he's okay. He's still young. But if Anjo falls down the street and people rush to help him, that means he's old. Because <laughs> you know, again, age changes your perspective. Yeah, probably to her. When that happened, it was probably the worst thing in the world. But us adults watching it, it's like, oh, it's okay. You know, yeah, not, not she, bad. Shit happens. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> it was like the sure beginning of Pitch Perfect. <laughs> oh my what god! What's the beginning was, of Pitch Perfect? It was like the beginning of oh, Pitch Perfect. Barfing. Oh, yeah. The, the barfing. Uh, oh so god. yeah, really strong start, and it was endearing. But let's get to the second story. It honestly is my oh, this personal is my favorite. favorite. Oh, this is my I like favorite. The, I like it's, the second one. The second one. one is my personal favorite. It's about three emo guys. <laughs> they're, uh, emo, so on webs. point. They're <laughs> so like, on point when long, they were acting. Long ass bangs, eyeliner, skateboarders, and they listen and they to, to the computers, My Chemical go, Romance and they shit. They go to computer shops to burn CDs. I love that. <laughs> I like oh the God, fact. Yes. I like the fact that they were they were referencing like. Oh, Mom, ito pa pakinggan yun. Number one pa to sa mix. Like, there was a time in high school that we were all oh, listening yeah, or tuning in to mix. Yes! Exactly. Right? I'm like, especially that time, usok pa talaga like, the OPM rock bands of that era were, were something mm. else. Like, yes. Uh, uh, the, the songs they chose for this segment, yeah. I mean, like, for this movie in general, like, Wow. Wow, it just brought up a lot of memories. Which is why I really love yep. this. Because it was the first one that had that played the song I was really familiar with. And, and a band again, that I was familiar I, with. And again, like, because it takes place in the early 2010s. So or it, it's… Late, late to 2000s, actually. 2008, to be specific. Yeah. So, like, it's really a time capsule of all this craziness. Like, nowadays, yeah. you're not gonna go to a computer shop to burn a CD. You're not gonna <laughs> hope your favorite song plays on mix. Your teacher, <laughs> your teacher's not gonna confiscate your CDs. And I'm like, this is yeah. all just stuff So, that- what's the point? I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just had to. I had to. Can I? Can I share during the screening? Sobrang nakakatawa. Because we, on the trailer palang, just on the trailer, we were super hyped about the music. We had music from Mayonnaise, which came, which was, you know, from my high school too, which brought back memories. Mm-hmm. And also typecast. And during the parts in the movie when the song was playing, we had our little own, own little group chat, live chatting, our reactions. And then I just randomly said, Uy, kumakanta na si Anjo. And le- Anjo legit was scared that he wasn't on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was just saying, I, I was just guessing that Anjo maybe is kidding. <laughs> I was. That was, that was you really embarrassing. If, like, if I wasn't on mute, and everybody on that screening would hear me, like other, like, Journalists would hear me. Other <laughs> podcasters would hear me. And with my singing voice, oh my god! Gusto ko yung reply ni Angel. We will send you the screen cap of that conversation if you want. Just let us know. Yeah, Can I just say like it's something hilarious. that's funny because um, I I didn't do like high I didn't do like a bunch of high school here. So looking. A lot of my exposure to things like Buwan ng Wika, Nutrition Month, all those things, I've gotten them secondhand, okay? Mm-hmm. But even that being said, just the kinds of characters that are in the in, in, in each of these stories, it's still uh, incredibly relatable because you really do go through that phase where you want to fit in, you know, you want to be the cool kid, you want to be edgy, you want to be different, or you just want to pass the class. And in this case… Mm-hmm. Yung group made me laugh just wants to do the fucking folk dance. They have no exactly. interest in following. Exactly. And she's the class so, president. I deserve respect. Uh-uh. Like, I am sure. I am sure. I, I, I found her to be the cutest movie, character. People who watch this movie and grew up uh, in the Philippines and, you know, went through high school have heard in their lives their class president say, Guys, respect! 
<laughs> Actually, it was it's okay. a lie. Oh my god, okay. so bensakto. Because uh, in class, namin, yung class, yung section ko kasi, we were like the worst of our batch. Like, nung <laughs> troublemakers why, nasa why section. Why am I not surprised? Ko. So <laughs> he seems kind I of ne- proud. I no no. I'm just saying. Like, I never heard that line from our class president. Because the class president, namin, medyo gagorin. <laughs> okay, but enough. that was in high school. Okay, but that was in enough. high school. Yeah. But yeah, we 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 are kind of familiar with that in general. Maybe if you were in a different class, you would have heard it. Guys, respect. Ano man But nobody listens. <laughs> no. And also, even just the teacher's comment on the boy's hair, yung ang haba na, yung dapat ganito yung length ng buhok mo, hindi pwedeng mas mahaba. <laughs> Sabi, may ganun kami. Like, uh, kailangan, ano, two by three white side mo. I mean, two fingers on the sides and then three fingers in the back. Yep. Which the teacher also said. And uh, exactly to the theme of the movie cleaners, sinasabihan sila lagi na, ang dodongis nyo, ano ba yan? Ang pangit na yan. Kaya alam na alam mo, kasi, like, you know, kaya, I love this story because it involved emo kids. You know, back in high school, I was a I was a band guy. Like I had a band in high school. Parang it's a borderline emo. Yeah, bang, may banda. High school, man. High school. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Not feeling yeah. ko. Feeling ko kung ikaw yung one of the gago students, I would be more similar to their class president friend who they get stuck with in the group. Na parang here are these three boys who don't give a fuck. They just mm-hmm. they, they were just assigned to this and the class president was you know grouped up with them and she ends up like doing all the wanting to do the work but they don't attend practice mm-hmm. I, I, I like ako the yun eh. ako yun <laughs> I like ako the ako yung sumasalo ng mga groupmates ko nun eh okay, okay the, the thing is kasi siya. the thing is kasi okay guys for, for, for our listeners out there the story about uh, the story for this segment kasi is parang they, they're kind of stuck together and then yun nga, ayaw, yung emo kids ayaw pang magano Tapos yun, mag-isa lang nagpa-practice si class president. Yung siya yung nagtitinikling mag-isa. Tapos kinakausap pa niya yung sarili niya. Yes! I love that you're talking to herself. <laughs> Gusto ko yung meron siyang conversation with herself. Para, ang bagay mo kasi ito. One, two, three, oh. One, two, three, oh. Ay, masakit, masakit. Maganon pa siya. I, I like oh, that. I, know, I feel what, her pain. I like that. Because I'm students like Anjo. <laughs> No, but like, hey, what eventually brings them, what brings them together, funnily enough, is the the combined, th- uh, the the joyful thrill of being chased by the police. <laughs> yeah. Gusto ko yung, ano, nung hinabo siya nung, nung police, pero ang galing din niya mag-skateboard bigla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a natural. You know, class yeah, president. I mean, like, She's one of or, the students who can do anything. Or it could have been adrenaline. You know, like, oh, my... <laughs> I don't want yeah, to after that up. after that they were all good friends like they were giving her their music and telling her what she yeah. should listen to that was so yeah. cute. that was so cute and gusto ko pa yung ano she was like ano ko ba na confiscate to ah ikaw pala yung nagsumbong and i love how while they were being chased by the police she was like oy naiwan natin yung mga stick <laughs> priorities yung concern niya priorities i love it so so yeah, they they uh they <laughs> they form this very unlikely friendship. 
and uh, you know she starts skateboarding they lend her her uh, th- their skateboard but unfortunately she gets into an accident close up sa mukha ng back then the next scene we find out what happens to her so, and the, with the car along with the characters is they all get the text message na alam natin na, Uy, namatay na bigla si Angeli. <laughs> And I love that it's actually a text message. <laughs> yeah, text message. Na, GM. GM. <laughs> message. I was like, them being emo kids and they, you know, gusto ko yung mga, yung emote scenes nila eh. Napaka unique <laughs> for each one eh. Yung isa parang oh umiikot-ikot, yung nagdadabog-dabog mag-isa, yung isa yung nakaupo lang sa bintana. Right, with right. Their, with their, with their they deadpan like, expressions, tapos bigyan may single tear. Oh, <laughs> tapos nung magkasama silang tatlo, nagsha-shot sila ng Yakult. <laughs> They're so edgy. <laughs> tapos parang lasing, umaarating parang lasing. Oh my oh. God. When he cleared the table, when he wiped it clean. Yeah. Just tossed yeah. everything. There's, <laughs> just, it was... so, there, there's just so much, ano, juvenile charm and innocence in this movie na parang kahit anong gawin nila, Mukhang sobrang baduy or ano, matatawa ka tsaka may in-love ka sa characters talaga eh. And, yeah. if, and if I remember, you also had a similar experience. Yeah, I, I, I did mention this to you guys after watching the movie. Um, and, and it happened in college though. Uh, we had a classmate in college who, uh, who, who people said passed away through a group oh. message like this. So it, parang it resonated <laughs> with me. Oh, like, I remember that. Wait, so, it's not funny, but it is. <laughs> it's funny now. It's funny now, you know. Because I remember how how his best friend reacted like she was crying. And, you know, that was in the middle of the day during during a school day. I think, you know, like a Thursday or a Friday. And then she, we just all get a message saying this guy passed away. And we were like, oh, shocked. Because we just saw the guy like the day before. So her, his, we, I, we see his best friend just like crying her eyes out. Like she could have, you know, almost inconsolable. Later that day, we see him in, 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 in school. It's like, <laughs> How dare you be alive? How dare you? Thank God he's alive. So we, we, messaged, we messaged her for his, for his friend to tell her, like, hey, he's, he's in school. It's not true. Like some fucking asshole just decided to play a prank on everyone. That's so yeah, fucked like, up. It's, yeah, it's really fucked up. Like, if you're on the, on the receiving end of a message like that, saying like, somebody in you or a classmate passed away, that's a oh, fuck. Wait, it's, what did he say though? It's like, oh, you see, ganito, ganyan. Um, was, uh, no, pronounced dead today. Please offer a prayer. Yeah, ganyan. Well, what, how no, did, what, what did the guy say? To? What did the yeah. dead what? guy say? Dead guy. <laughs> Sorry. Not dead guy. <laughs> no, but um, he just he just walked in. He's like, hey guys, that's lang casually. And we're like, oh, you're here. He's like, what happened to you? And he's like, what's happening? Why is everybody running, running at me? He's like, no, because people mess- people were messaging us that you died. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he was like, who the fuck would say that? Why? It's just one of those dumb, dumb ass things. You know, dumb kids in Good college. Times. I don't know. Hmm. 
But I yes, th- thankfully. Wala thankfully, pa kasi Instagram nun eh. <laughs> <laughs> or Instagram stories at that time. Yeah. And thankfully, Anjali is indeed alive only with a, only a sprain yeah. from the incident. Mm. And and it's so cute how the three boys go on over to her house and they're just crying. And she wakes <laughs> up, they're just sulking in the corner and like, hooy! <laughs> and they were... They were crying and they were like, sorry na kasalanan namin. And you know, this this whole adorable friendship. And gusto ko yung umiiyak sila, pero silang tatlo yung magkayaka. Pero si Angelina sa gilid lang. Parang, um. Yes. They all got into her bed. Like like Frodo's boyfriends. They all got into her bed and they had a group hug na hindi kasama si Angelina. <laughs> and they're just crying. Gusto yung ginawa nila yung parang kasi parang before Angelie they would have they would they they they, they showed um they showed yung mga antics nila as a group diba yung they were they would go skateboarding they would listen to music tapos yung magpapa studio pick kasi diba uso yung studio pick no? oh, oh my god, god. oh my god right right <laughs> so diba gusto ko yung next to studio pick sila tapos meron siya they held up their fingers that spelled out the word emo yung, <laughs> yung parang yung, yes Letter E M, tapos yung O, yung tatlo sila, tagi isang letter. Tapos when they actually became friends with Angie, iba na yung spell out nila, love na. Sobrang panalo. I found that so cute. So cute. <laughs> so funny. You know, and so I don't know, talaga. but for whatever reason, the fact that they used orange for the emo kids just made it funnier. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just laughing so much because they got the eyeliner on, but they're all in orange. So, yeah. <laughs> this is okay. awesome. We, 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 haven't mentioned the best part of this movie yet. Oh, the thing ng ulinggo ng wika, they decided to perform for Anjali's sake. <laughs> right? Right? She so they were go going on stage. Oh my God. Going on stage, they were going to dance to Tinikling. So by music nila. So by music nila. Drum roll, please. Typecast. Something I liked about like the performances here is that it all seems it's more natural because a lot of them aren't even like professional actors. So this is like their first time being in front of the camera and all that. And and it just adds a lot because they're so unselfconscious, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. It was so natural and authentic. Yeah, and if, if you remember… Not, all of them weren't professional actors at all. Yeah, and if you remember the Q&A, one of the emo boys, one of the actors, was like, oh, how he got casted? Oh, he was just walking by a mall. And there was this <laughs> casting called like a sign… 
And he was just like, oh, I signed up because in the poster, there was My Chemical Romance. And I like My Chemical Romance. So I auditioned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> genuine. So Sobrang genuine. Ang ganda eh. Hey, that was my question. <laughs> Yabang, may question. What? Bakit ikaw nahiya ka magtanong eh? Yes, yes, I, oh, yes, wow. I did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a really, it really gave you the warm fuzzies, especially with this yeah. like unlikely friendship kind of it thing. It really did. I, 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 siguro, I, I love this the most. It's, because I like stories where unlikely friendships occur. Parang, I, I find it really cute. Eh. Parang, eh, it's something that you it, it that happens in real life. You know, like I find myself friends with people that I never knew I would, you know, at first glance would be friends with. So parang, oh, okay. It's why this particular story talaga resonated with me. Especially na parang yun nga, band, band boy pa ako back in high school. Tapos yan, emo music din. Tapos, you know, there's that, you know, that, that warm, fuzzy you know, story of unlikely friendships happening na sobrang cute pa. And it helped with the acting or the performances of the actors. Something I liked also is that the movie doesn't paint anybody in a negative light. It doesn't say that any one of these characters is better than the other. It no. just presents them all as just natural, regular people that you'd find in any yeah. high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, That's yeah, so relatable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's basically like a slice of life thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, this happens like, to everyone. If you weren't one of the kids, you knew somebody at least like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> so there's that. Okay, so the third story is very interesting. This is the love story, puppy love kind of like angle Oof. here. And I Oof. really liked it too. It was a little heavy. It was. Yeah. But yeah, it, it this is where the progression starts into like deeper… Darker uh, Issues. Themes. Yeah. So uh, this… <laughs> it starts out with a boy named Francis who <laughs> has always been teased for being… I think you Support. guys better ex- explain oh. it. You can explain it better. You have those parts. You can explain it. Support in short just means uncircumcised. <laughs> so me coming from an old boy's school pa. Yeah. You know, so it's considered an insult, you know, <laughs> to be uncircumcised. Yeah, I guess that's the long and the short of it. I guess if you're… If you're <laughs> nice oh one. I, I'm nice sorry one. to cut in. Ah! Oh my god. Yeah, we'll get to that at some point. I'm sorry, <laughs> somebody had to bring it up. Uh, yeah, you just need to stroke a little bit. Oh my god! Okay, you ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> you just <sighs> ruined it. Anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> there's, yes, there is Francis who is always teased as, I know, as being, being uncircumcised. Which apparently is an insult here in our culture. So, yeah, okay. And Stupid, um, patriarchal, insecure idiots. Yeah, but yeah, you go exactly. to Europe, and, uh, it's completely fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm. And actually, you know, funny that you mentioned that this is also a very fucking patriarchy kind of story. So Francis… Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Francis likes this girl. Her name Brittany? is Brittany. Yes, Brittany. You know, there are some rumors going around about Brittany. That she's, you know, been caught with her ex-boyfriend you know, fucking somewhere in a Chinese cemetery or something. You know, like how rumors go around. And it's so funny how like the popular girls are like sharing this gossip while they're in mass. So parang, wow. Pinagpilian yung lugar ng pagchichismis, ha? Nanonood si Jesus. Oy, I'm listening to. Oh my God. Yeah, so 
he overhears and everything. And, um, you know, he feels bad for her. Especially since, you know, she's not with that guy she's been caught with anymore. But, you know, he decides to kind of like make a move, you know. Try to pick her up in his motorcycle. But, you know, Brittany being probably traumatized from everything, all the gossip. And so she just like wants to keep to herself. But, you know, it's how, it, this is so cute how he just keeps trying to like woo her. Despite all her walls being up. And I think that's just like a, such a sweet <clears throat> effort on Francis's end. I have a question though. I have a question about the motorcycle thing. How old are you allowed to drive one of those things? You did… We probably wouldn't know because we didn't grow up in the province. They probably could have been doing that. Well, my cousins… Well, I, I whenever I'd go to the province naman when I was younger, um, we would go to Ilocos once in a while. Like probably a couple of times a year, my my cousins were riding motorcycles, so it, it's not. I don't think it's that big of a deal there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, just checking. So yeah, so yeah. Um, she's she's all closed off. He even asks her out to prom. That was so cute. And it's so adorable. <laughs> he sends her flowers. He brings mm-hmm. her up to this rooftop with like candles and a small little picnic. But Brittany, just despite being, you know. Touched by all the effort. It's just closed off. And then later because on… Because she was touched out, by Kevin first. Yeah. But later on… Chinese cemetery. Loob ng Chinese cemetery. Sa loob pala ng Chinese cemetery. Wala silang pera pang check-in. Oh my… They're in high school! Look! They were talking about it in mass! <laughs> and sa banyo. By the and way. There's banyo. another scene in the banyo. Which… That, <laughs> oh that my gets God, I love that. <laughs> Gets ko yun. Alam mo yung parang I may tao na sa loob ng cubicle. May nagchichismisan sa loob. Tapos paglabas ng tao, tahimik lang. It's like, ay, narinig ko lahat. <laughs> Mas malala yun. Kasi di ba hindi nila alam si Britney na doon. Di lang lumabas ng banyo. Isa pa yun. Oh, poor Britney. But yeah, unfortunately, because of this whole rendezvous with her ex, Britney is pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's and, why she's so closed off. And she's getting Listen, expelled, but the guy who fa- knocked her up is not. Exactly. <laughs> so Fucking patriarchy. He even gets to go to prom. He's not even punished at all. Yeah. It's like yes. they're in Texas where the pregnant woman has to pay for it. Oh god. Yeah, I felt so bad for Britney. Because like really, no, just, it, if anything, the guy should have been expelled. They should have both been equally accountable for the, not just her. I felt yeah. kind of bad for Francis also because, you know, he has to pay for the sins of Kevin, basically. You know, parang she's there, they're being denied their potential happiness because of something that some asshole did. And naging collateral damage si Francis on un- un- yeah. yeah, but, but I, no. I like the fact that he, you know, like he stood up for her. He was, Hell yeah. you know, at that point in that, time, he was just ready to accept the, the baggage that came along. That, what, what, what Francis does. To put Kevin in his place, that is a power move. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, on so many levels. Can you that's talk, a power move. Would you, would you move. want to explain to our listeners? Okay, what okay. The, okay. So <laughs> Kevin's in school, right? Francis just got dumped because um, his girlfriend can't… Brittany can't deal with, with being with him because she's pregnant. She's being expelled. While this asshole gets to go to prom to Kevin. And, you know, he has no consequences whatsoever. So Francis goes there. They're yelling at him. They're calling him support and whatever. He starts a fight. His bag gets busted open. He pulls out a pair of scissors. Ah! Unzips his pants. He unzips his pants. Pulls down his pants. They're all looking at him. They're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And he snips off his foreskin right in front of Ah! him. 
God, thank reason. God. Thank God this movie was made in black and white. And exactly. then in that same shot, you got your Kill Bill geyser of blood flow. Oh, shit. And then, just as Kevin and his goons are looking at Francis like, what the fuck? I mean, I don't know. I think they've never seen a penis before, the way they were acting about it. Or maybe they were all in love with him and they got issues. But they were all just staring <laughs> at this man, cutting his foreskin off. And the biggest BDE move. He just chucks that foreskin in Kevin's face and it smacks him <laughs> right in the mouth. He yeah. didn't even see the blood spatter on his face. At which point, Francis passes out from shock and blood loss. <laughs> <laughs> not after, not after, wait, what's the name of that? Kevin and Kevin, uh, Kevin and his Bar- friends, they all run away because they're like, dude, the guy cut off a piece of his penis. What else can he do? He's crazy. I'm not going to fight that guy. Uh, power mm. move, yes, but power wow. move. Huh. At least Dina should support. <laughs> See, you're part of the problem using that <laughs> as a derogatory. You're part of the problem. <laughs> let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. At least Dina na siya tatawaging support. There. Oh, there. good save. Oh, Look at okay. you. Hmm. But it's not bad boy class. It's just makulit lang kami. We were always in the grabe naman to mong sisi. Coming from the uptight overachiever in high but, school. Okay, I gotta go back to something that I said before. It's like, can we just please, please watch a local film that doesn't have a prosthetic penis in it for once? <laughs> Oh, why do we God. gotta keep? Why do we gotta keep doing this to ourselves? Oh God! The last one we reviewed was Fangirl. Are, are we doing this on purpose at this point? Oh <laughs> no! I mean, <laughs> with, with, I mean, with what word most of us usually use to sound check? I mean, it says a lot. But test, anyway, test. moving on. <laughs> our, our listeners don't know, so <laughs> fun fun fact. Now you know. Fact, now you know. Again, this is not a reflection on the filmmakers of these films. <laughs> we greatly enjoy your work. It's just it'll be nice, you know, to watch something without a prosthetic penis, just once. That's our fault, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our fault. Wait okay, a minute. So- this is okay. Before this, MJ had been the only one. Who had seen the film prior to this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she refused to answer us if there was any nudity. She's like, you'll see. Like, oh my God. Well, technically, it's not nudity. It, technically, it's not. Partial? I was technically. Actually, hmm. I, I was just thinking of the general cuteness of everything when answering that question. So I don't think I even remembered. <laughs> I don't think it's No, no joke last I wanted you to be surprised. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, Kevin was surprised. Fuck. Nobody was more surprised than Kevin. <sighs> that is a hell of a power move. So Francis <sighs> wakes up. It's been, you know, maybe a day or two. And Brittany's there. And she brought him mm. a fine selection of skirts that he may wear Aww. for his recovery period. And it was just it's the so sweetest cute. thing. The sweetest and, damn thing. Yes, it was. Uh, I, I like what the fact I really that she had loved. to ask him pa. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Probably something circumcised boys have heard in their lifetime. But anyway, something I really loved about this part also was the all the cute lovey-dovey scenes between between um 
Britney and Francis. Because yes. yes. it was so adorable. Alam mo yung nandun sila sa hot dog stall, nagsashare sila ng footlong, sumasakaya siya sa motor ni, oh. ni Francis. And then so when they broke up, he had then, to eat his sandwich by himself. I know! Yung footlong hot dog niya. Oh. But he can only take six inches at a time. Oh. Hinati niya. Hinati niya. Ano ba? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. You people but, have I, dirty, dirty minds. <laughs> Anyway, I also love how it ended. How they just yes. like are on that motorcycle. And this is one thing I really love about the, the whole treatment of the film. Since it's colored in highlighter and basically also treated as animation, they can go crazy with the yeah. little doodles yeah, the that they can add. So you could see the the colors. Like Britney uh, was in bright pink and... um. Francis, Francis was in blue. blue. So you see at the end of it with the perfect song by Mayonnaise playing, them just like going across the country, countryside in the motorcycle. <clears throat> Tapos lumalaki yung colors nila. Parang may, yes. may circles. Gusto ko yung nag-blend eh. At some point oh. naging purple na silang dalawa. That was great. So, that was just cute. great. Tapos siya to reflect all those feelings na parang yun may high school puppy love na parang mm. and then diba? get two tra- kicks in. Tina Vita! Anyway, sorry. No, please. Please do. Anjo's about to. Okay na. I had typecast. Sa kanya! Sobrang ganda. That that ending was just so adorable. It's like it they're was. bursting with love. It oh, really so was. And I was so happy for them that at that point when they knew they were together, they were strong together, they didn't give a shit what anybody said or thought about them. They were yeah. walking through the school. Kevin looked like a loser on the side. Junjun had an obligatory cameo. You know? <laughs> Junjun. <laughs> Junjun is in every fucking story in this Yeah, movie. he's and like the one get, character. We'll, that, we'll get to Junjun. Isn't <laughs> he the one character who wraps everything up? Like, yeah, he's I'm in happy. every story. I'm happy for Francis and Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Screw they, Kevin. They just look, fuck Kevin. It's like yeah. Kevin, yeah. K-Fed and Brittany broke but, up. But you know what's oh, funny? Oh, no! Don't you oh, wish somebody God. would chuck their foreskin at Kevin Federline? Oh, ganda! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, I realized. Uh, uh, Britney fans, guys, watch yeah. this movie. <gasps> how, how did I not see this? Okay, you can revoke I'm surprised. Movie. I know, I'm you can also revoke my surprised. Yes. I'm oh also my God, surprised. I'm so, shame, shame <laughs> on me. Shame on me. So, let's finally get to Junjun. Who is this Junjun? And why does he pop up in all of the other stories? Yes. We need to address the Junjun in the room. Anyway, Junjun is the son of the mayor who is also running for SK chairman, which is mm. the Sangguniang Kabataan, which is like the youth sector. Mm-hmm. And he's that's, running. Yep. That's where you learn corruption at an early age in this third world country of ours. Yeah. Yes. Here is Junjun wanting to live up to his family's legacy. And his mom is the mayor. And, you know, political family and whatnot. But then, mm-hmm. while he's doing that, he realizes that even at the smallest of sectors in government, Hada! Corruption! Oh, mm-hmm. no! Vote buying! This mm-hmm. is when his mother gives him a wad of cash mm-hmm. and asks him to put it into envelopes for him to give out. Mm-hmm. At 
that age in high school. Yep, pretty uh-huh. much. And he's all like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. This is how it's done. And his mom was telling him, okay lang yan. You know, don't think of it na masama yan. Kasi think long term. Like, holy God, this is horrible. I, yeah. I had a classmate before in UP Manila and she was telling us how in their in their area, yung SK nila, basically they used all the funds of the community and they bought themselves a car and that's what they would go around in. Fuck. Wow. Right? Because, you know, think, you're in high school. Look at you. You got a car. Wow. You're, you're, you're hot shit. And that, that's what's messed up about it too is how the mom would justify it as it's an investment in your future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they drop a lot of Oh, that's just how that's just how it is. It's mm-hmm. like something you just really gotta accept. And they which open is up, sad. yeah. And then they open up that segment by showing the bridge that their family apparently helped lay down and connected the province to the bigger area. So it's something that he would have to continue as part of his legacy. But you know, mm-hmm. to get there, he'd have to build. He'd have to buy votes. He'd have to do stupid things like build basketball courts so people would remember his name and put his face on holiday greeting posters because, you know, that's yeah. really what we pay them for. It's, a, exactly. it's, it's get to the basketball court uh, part of the story. Like, uh, wasn't that the land that they were going to, that they gave him to build the basketball court on was being borrowed by his best friend's family for a small yes. panceteria? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what's fucked up yeah. uh, because, you know, they again justify it as you know collateral damage, mm-hmm. collateral which damage. is so fucked up because this is this is a family's livelihood. Yes, and uh, and yeah. you know, mababalita na lang ng mga kabarangay nila. Ay nasusunog yung pansiteria ni manong ano? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know that wasn't an accidental fire. Not at all. Not at all. No. Yeah. I mean, especially when 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 that scene when that when that was happening when that was supposedly happening. You, the scene was uh, when. The chief of police was talking to Mayora and, you know, well, the parents and just, him, and right? And laughing. They were just laughing and celebrating. And what's actually sad is that Junjun joined them and started laughing too, knowing, fully knowing that, you know, it wasn't an accident. So that's like, ah, oh, fuck, that's sad. And I also kind of want to bring up, I also want to bring up that time when he and his best friend, after school, they had spray paint. And best friend just like, hey, let's vandalize stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's go around town. It's 3 a.m. As you do as, as a young kid. And he's like, Exactly. So, you know, but he still goes in anyway and they vandalize the town. A penis included. <laughs> Can I just say, hindi, ma- hindi talaga din mawawalan ng tite sa graffiti. <laughs> Ayun yung pinakahuling drawing, di ba? Yeah. Oh, he, he even wrote it out. <laughs> and it's like, <sighs> typical high school boys. <laughs> My God, there always has to be a penis. And we're back to penises. But yes, you know, I was just pointing it out. And yeah, they get caught eventually. Tapos, mamaya, they're, they're, they're at the police precinct. And, you know, Junjun's dad just comes in and just talks him out of it. And he gets mm-hmm. away with, he gets away with the shit. Not even with a slap in that, not even with a slap on the wrist. And nope. he's 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 even asking his dad, like, Pandi ka bagalit? Like, de, okay lang yan. He's like, I got you. You know, it's mm-hmm. not in the blotter. It's okay. So, kita. Oh, sana oh, sinabi mo exactly. yung mo nung mas maaga. De, kanina ko pa nakauwi, yeah. di ba? Like, yeah, Jesus exactly. Christ. 
So it's just like, it's, it's, it's not even just like the lack of accountability at all in this family. It's just like disgusting yeah. to just know that at that level, this exists. This is real. Those are like one of the themes the sobrang blatant. But I wanted to touch on the theme of parang, you know, like as a teenager, like trying to identify who you are in this world and then while supposedly trying to live up to the expectations of your parents. But that was what one of the takeaways I got from this segment because I could really relate to it the most, siguro, na parang, you know, the pressures of trying to live up to a family business in their case, which is in politics. But like, that's just something na parang heavy. Like, it's a lot of pressure that parang if your family expects something, you know, expects to, so much from you na parang you'll continue to, to live the legacy or you know, live up to the legacy of what the family has been doing for years. You know? It's just something which is why Junjun up to a point, you know, just goes has this moment of clarity when he's alone, diba? Like because he's being rewarded for many things. He gets to, you know, he gets bailed out of things and people expect so much from him. Sometimes yeah, he, he just gets, loses himself. He gets two new cell phones. A Blackberry yeah. and a Motorola flip phone, which was hot shit like, back then. Same, same. It was just yeah, really cool because it was all flashy and everything. And you were like, Flip. and it's what you see in Gossip Girl. <laughs> my Blackberry. Exactly, the T Mobile sidekick. I miss my Motorola flip phone. I miss my Blackberry. I think the Blackberry was the lightest damn thing I ever had, honestly. Remember when we just all wanted blackberries just so we could BBM each other? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in this case, yeah. you know, so si Junjun has his moment of clarity. He realizes that it's not the path that he wants to take for his life. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit on the nose because, you know, we see him at the end of the bridge that his family built for years and years like and years. I like that. I know. I liked it too. I liked it that you're showing exactly that this shit ends with him. You know, unless he has a corrupt child, I don't know. But, <laughs> but um, I, I, I like that bit. I, I actually like that bit of him on the bridge. It weighed more heavily on me than the bit where he gives the money to the family of his friend. Oh, that was really down. sweet. It really was. was really it really sweet. was. Um, it also there, threw me on for a loop uh, before we get to that ending that we see, um. You know, since you, uh, vandalism and everything, eventually you see all the posters of his family, even his face, mm-hmm. were vandalized with yes. spray paint. Yes. So it, yeah, their faces blacked out, you know, mustaches and everything. And you would expect it to be the best friend because they had an argument mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. this whole thing. So his you'd think it's the best friend. called him out, right? Yes, he Yeah, did. because his best yeah. friend did. And you'd think that, oh, this was the best friend because one, he's not happy that his friend's doing this. And two, his fucking family's business burned down because of what right. they plan to do for the basketball court. But I love the the twist at the end where it's actually Junjun who did it. You see mm-hmm. him by that bridge next to the cans of spray paint. Yep. I was like, yep. oh shit, si Junjun yon. Yes. Yeah, good on you, Junjun. Like I'm Jun. so why proud of you. I really like that. That's why I didn't need to see him give the bag of money to the friend. Because he's not going to go that way anymore, right? Uh, yeah. Well, maybe they just wanted to like really. But I'm know. not gonna lie. I liked seeing their faces because the POV yeah. was from the inside of the bag of money when they opened <laughs> it. 
And then you can see their faces when they realize what the hell they're looking at. And yes, they can open another pansiteria. On that note, mm-hmm. I fucking hate the translation for pansiteria is noodle shop. It just sounds <laughs> weird. It just sounds weird. It's like when you translate bibingka into rice cake. Parang may nawawala. Somehow. It just, it, it's mm. something that can't really be translated into any other language. Mm-hmm. It's very distinctly Pinoy. I yeah, agree. noodle shop. Yeah, because when you say noodle shop, I'm thinking like maybe Chinese. Or ramen. Or are we just racist in our perception of noodles? No, I mean, I think it's just because we're more, yeah, we're more inclined to know a pancit as pancit or pancit. Yeah. Mm. But you know, to any other foreigner, they would call it a noodle shop. That's true. Because pancit is its own magical thing. It's not like, hey, you want some noodles? Indeed, pancit yani. Does that make sense? Yeah. Pancit is like for. For special occasions, for celebrations and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? Birthdays, yeah. which you really have to eat for the person to have a long life. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a cultural thing. <laughs> I guess. Well, but, it's a Chinese cultural thing because pancit was adapted from Chinese culture. Sorry, just speaking up on that because we actually had that for history lessons. It's okay. And you're, Chin- and yeah. you're also Chinese. Yeah, you're Chinese. <laughs> you can say whatever the hell you want. We, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm half Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I just I just love how this is a statement. Even though how many times the adults say, "Ah, ganto talaga eh. This is just the way it is." Junjun puts his foot down and says, "No, mm-hmm. it ends with me." No. Right? Yeah, Absolutely. I love that. I'm that's do why this I love on my own terms. That's why I love yeah. him at the end of that bridge and like, you know what? Fuck this legacy bullshit. And to think that this is also in the very Philippine context of like, we know how fucked up things are. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it goes deep, 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 deep. But that in itself is already such a bold move given how innately corrupt our government already is. So, it's a strong statement talaga siya, and I really applaud that. Yeah. It was and so it's, sim- it's, it's, simple but powerful. Yeah. And is... it, it even matters more that it this is the youth. This yeah, is absolutely. the youth putting their foot down, wanting to have a better future. Trying so, to stick it to the man. Yeah, I just love that. I love that. Let's talk so, about the ending. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk so about cathartic. the ending. Exactly so right. That's the only word for cathartic. it, really. Because yep. the ending is like a bookend. It mirrors the first one wherein, you know, after class, and this is a very Asian thing. Sorry, all you Western people. This is an Asian thing where the pe- there's a designated or designate a person or persons who have to clean up the classroom at the end of the day for that week or for that day. And there they are. The, that's how the movie opens. They're cleaning, they're cleaning, they're cleaning. That's also how it ends. But then, exactly what MJ said, we have our moment of catharsis for yes. all of the characters that we just spent time with. Technically, yep. they weren't cleaning anymore. No, they were just <laughs> screaming, really. <laughs> Favorite screaming. Uh-huh. Favorite is Francis. Mm- Messing up the whole classroom, mm-hmm. flipping Francis the chair. on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Francis yes, was did. like screaming his lungs out while peeing on the wall. Like, ah! And you know it was him because it was blue. Yes. <laughs> he <laughs> he had royal piss. Gusto ko si Stephanie bayon. Yung yung she was like yung in dalawang eraser. Pero she pinopokpok niya together. Tapos may powder. Tapos sumisigaw lang siya. Yeah. I love that. Ito wala siyang asthma no. Just like looking at that, I was like, allergies, my allergies. I gusto ko rin yung emo kids eh. Yung parang, sino ba yung nag- may pinunit siya na, na like, you know, like a poster 
from yeah. the bulletin board. She, she, and then knelt down na parang nanalish from a football match. Yeah. <laughs> so incredibly cathartic with all these kids screaming out their frustrations. Mm-hmm. Also, Stephanie probably screaming about her embarrassment or, yeah. or, or like all these rules they have to conform to. It's yep. just so… And like the parang, they all understood that they all were going through something and they did, they had that moment of release for mm-hmm. everyone. And, and that was the best part was it was juxtaposed with the birth of Britney's kid. Exactly. Yeah. So she was, she was screaming too. For different Except reasons. What she was letting out was like, you know, a human. Life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which was really a really good way to end it, honestly, because it just yeah. brought everything together. The, the students it of did. four Rizal just screaming their brains out. Mm-hmm. I have a question for for you, MJ. Because about you, what were the names of your section back in high school? Sections back in high school. And the badoy kami A B C D E F. Because no, yeah, I remember now. Because the I know we had saints, pala. I also yeah, had, we had saints. saints. We still had saints yeah, in high school. I had saints in grade school though. No, we were just like letters. Badui. No, but it was easier <laughs> to just write the letters. Like, where are you mm. from? Oh, five, uh, four I. Okay. Alam ko kasi usually, if I remember correctly, yung A, when in high school, we were all like divided na eh. Parang yung A, yung honors class, yung B, siguro yung maraming extracurricular. So, alam mo yung para kung sabay-sabay, kung may, may event man lang or like orchestra, maraming absent. At least buong class na wala. <laughs> alam mo yun? It made sense at the time. Yeah. So, wala lang. Share ko lang. But yeah, something absolute, we absolutely loved about this movie in general is just like the general feel of nostalgia and wanting to be kids again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really something that resonated with all of us. Like, ah, I, I mean, the pinaka, the pinaka messages na nakuha natin in our group chat while watching the movie was like, "Sarap maging bata ulit." Eh. Yeah, and mm. although these problems might have been prob- uh, like at some point in their life, the end of the world for them, you just like remember how much these things change you and really stick with you even through adulthood. Like you're watching this probably in your 30s and the music is also something that reminds mm-hmm. you of high school. So it's yep. just really this great nostalgia trip, man. But so, you know, for everybody who is looking back on their high school days and wondering what happened to me, Steve says, it's okay. You oh, do you. Steve. You're looking great. Whatever you're doing, it's working and it's okay. I'm like, God Aww. damn, Steve. Steve. Hey. I, I never thought I needed those words from Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he just left without telling us. No, he kind of left. No, he said he was going to college. Yeah. It was so sudden. Like out of the damn blue. But then again, you don't really look for continuity in Blue's Clues. You just Anyways. <laughs> That's not oh what God. we're talking about. <laughs> I'm oh sorry. God. I'm sorry. No, look. Okay, what I really loved about the movie is that it took us back in time. Yes, it was a wonderful time capsule. But because of the presentation, um, it's easy to plug yourself in there. Like everybody's the hero of their own story. So it doesn't matter if like the background surrounding the lead characters is a little bit out of focus or f- scratchy or black and white or whatever. Because it lets you concentrate on the narrative. That, that, that's one. And, and the other thing is that um, <clears throat> what I liked also is it, it felt real. It felt real and that's what made it relatable versus… Something that you're watching that obviously a bunch of 40, 50-year-old people who are so out of touch 
wrote because they think that's <laughs> oh, how teenagers yeah. talk. Like, like, God damn, I just saw he's all that. I don't know why I did that. But, you know, <laughs> it's just really sad. You can tell when something comes, when something's, something's heartfelt, when something's authentic. And honestly, mm-hmm. I think that that's something that the team, the writers, the, the filmmakers behind Cleaners nailed. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's got heart and it shows. I love that. Mm-hmm. Man, that's hard hey, to follow, Misha. I know. I was about to say, I'm like, sorry. and we can end with that. And we can end the and podcast. Yeah, that. that's it. Oh, wait. Before, before we end the show, we do highly recommend this movie. Yes, yes, it's available do. in various streaming platforms. Available on MJ. Please. Upstream is the only site I know because that's where I'll be watching. Stream KDX and Spam Flicks. Okay, so this is definitely something you don't want to miss. We've already mentioned all the awards, and I do believe um, back then at the screening they mentioned also that it is currently the number one reviewed film on Letterboxd. Fantastic. So yeah, you guys will have to check this out. It's critically acclaimed. Please do and really. Send some love to the director and his team. Congratulations to Glenn Barrett. Fantastic. Thank you to Ben for remembering us. Yay, Benny. Thank (laughs) you. We love you, Ben. Thank you. Love you, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. It's just hmm, beautiful. Beautiful work of art, really. Honestly, I can say that it is probably one of my favorite coming-of-age films. It's not cheesy. It's not cliche. It's not, yeah, like what Misha said, doesn't sound like an adult wrote it and just had casted younger people to just play it. No, it is genuinely something that you can relate to no matter what age you are. And one more thing, sorry. One more thing also is that I think because we're just so conditioned to imagine high school in the in on the movie screen as like from the American point of view. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Or from the or from the you know school of witchcraft and wizardry point of view. These yeah, we all, had a good are, eight these, years. These are all valid points, I guess. But it's <laughs> we had a good also, eight it's, years it's, with that. It's, it's different <laughs> seeing it from something that you can actually relate to. You know? Yes. Yes. It's representation, especially representation, yeah. especially for the rural communities here in the Philippines, because yeah. that that was something also brought up by people in the forum in the yes. In the, Screening yes. that if, yes, if, I was so glad to have related to this because this is exactly how it was mm-hmm. when I was in high school in the province. And yes, what, yeah. before we end, before we end that, um, it's nice that you mentioned about rural representation, but it does not alienate for kids who grew up in the city. Because exactly. it, what's amazing about this movie is that Glenn Barrett, the director, was able to write about stories that people can relate to. It's universal. For everybody who grew up in the Philippines, or not even the, in the Philippines, it's, it's universal for everybody who grew up in in, in high school. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and a, a and testament it, to yeah. that is how successful it was internationally. Yes, mm-hmm. uh-huh. even if they from, didn't, even from, if they didn't have like you know uniforms, bonang wika, things like that. Yeah, everybody goes through yes. high school. It is yeah. the most authentic thing, uh, the most authentic movie you will ever watch. One of the most authentic movies you will ever watch. Mm-hmm. So we highly recommend this. Cannot say you know more good things about it. I, I'm all out of words for 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 this movie. Actually, I could go on and on and on and on still, but that's all the time we have. But you know, take our word yeah. for it, guys. If there's anything you take our word for, it's this movie. <laughs> Don't listen yes. to all our other opinions. 
Fuck all our other opinions. No, just kidding. But yeah. Cleaners. It is out by now once again on KTX, Upstream, and Spamflix. Please watch yes. it. Throw your money at them. Yes. They deserve it. Show Worth some it. love Probably. for the filmmakers by hashtagging yes. CleansFilm. PH. Yes. Baba. And yeah, maybe help them with their carpal tunnel treatments from all the highlighting. I don't know. I don't. I hope nobody. You know what they should hurt. do now? They should sell those individual frames. Ooh. Like they should sell that as memorabilia. I'm not ben, even kidding. if you're listening, yes. Before ben. some jerk decides to do it himself, I'll buy one. And just Xerox copies and then color it and then pretend it was used in the movie. I'll buy one of the frames where Kevin and uh, Brittany were on the motorcycle and their colors were blending. Oh damn it! I wanted that one. Oh, you have you know, thirty thousand plus. Sheets of paper, <laughs> you don't want a frame <laughs> of the poop tree? Come on! No! Uh, no, no thanks. I love that Ooh, that or- stupid thing grew up and it still had the panties hanging off the side. It was ridiculous. It was just so fucking ridiculous. Actually, parang gusto ko yung close-up ni Anjali bago siya masagasa. I, uh, oh, <laughs> I, 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 so I want two of the, I want the shot of the horse and I want the shot of Anjali. I'll put them side by side. Because <laughs> the horse was having none of it, I swear. <laughs> Wait. You're not getting out the hole of my way. I'm gonna trapple you. I also uh, want the shot of the emo boys doing the the, the finger signs. The tickling. <laughs> oh, oh, so much to love. So yes, please watch it. And this has been another episode of Subatours. Please Woo-hoo! check out our, our Facebook group. Subatours, we like movies. We talk a lot of movie stuff and memes there. So please do join our little community and follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash sub underscore otunes. And with that, I am MJ. I'm Misha. And I'm Angel. Woohoo! Yay! See now before! Any excuse to break into the song in Okay. Uh, bye. Bye bye. Seriously, can we watch a local movie without a prosthetic penis? <laughs> <laughs>